Hello, hello, hello. Hello, everyone. How are you? Yes, how have you been? We missed you last week. <laughs> uh, well, but you? we have another great show again. Hopefully, you guys will show us some love tonight. Interact with us. Engage. Ask questions. That kind of stuff. Yeah, well, the comments are here. We can have you guys uh, go I didn't on. see the comments. You see comments? Oh, okay. I didn't see the comments. Okay. <laughs> They're just ready. We're oh, just they're ready. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So um, we missed last week, and uh, the topic that I was covering last week, it ended, uh, but it was a good topic. It was called ARPC. Hmm. Let's ex let's expand on that, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Does that ring a bell, anybody? ARPC? It's not a drink. It's not a drug. Uh, it's not a new music album. ARPC stands for, when I tell you, it's still going to be a little confusing. Acceptance, Rejection, Projection, Connection. Everybody follow that? Yeah, that, that, that's a pretty loud acronym. <laughs> <laughs> so in life, we either accept something or we reject something. And we can do it consciously or we can do it subconsciously. Pretty easy, right? Now, what a lot of people don't realize is that you accept or you reject, either consciously or subconsciously. Now, a lot of times you might reject something or you may actually accept something in a precarious situation that you don't want to accept. For example, your buddy says you're a lousy writer. You don't want to offend him. So you just kind of don't say anything. Accept. And you silently hit that accept button really loud in your subconscious. When what you should have done is said, hey, I know you may not dig my writing. I have been published in many magazines. And a lot of clients seem to like my work. So I'm going to keep doing what I do because I'm great at it. Or you could have said nothing, but then in your mind said, cancel, cancel. I know I'm a great writer and what he says doesn't matter. But too many people get worried about hurting other people's feelings. So they don't want to say anything, but in reality, they wind up hurting themselves. So we either accept or reject. That's pretty simple. Okay. The next thing that you have to understand is that whether you want to or not, you automatically project. What do I mean by that? Before I give you the answer to that, you do one other thing. You connect. So let's say you're on the dance floor and you ask somebody to dance with you. And the person says no. Right away. You start going into yourself and you're like, I'm not attractive enough. I'm not healthy enough. I'm not tall enough. I don't have enough muscles. 
Um, I don't have the right eyes. I don't know what to say. Um, I'm never going to get anybody to dance with me. I can't dance. So you say all these things to yourself because the person said to you, no. But what you didn't realize is that maybe that person doesn't know how to dance. Or maybe that person just had danced with five other people before you. Or maybe that person can't dance because they sprained their leg. Could be anything. But when you make that assumption, okay, that you reject, okay, you're actually rejecting yourself. And when you're rejecting yourself, it works like a boomerang. Now, there are two types of boomerangs in our world. One kind, you throw it and it doesn't come back to you. It's like a weapon. There's another type of boomerang that when you throw it, it actually returns back to the exact same location from where it was thrown. So if you throw, um, let's say, a rejection set of energy out, you're going to feel that rejection energy, but that person is going to feel it too. You're like, you know what? I hate him. I hate her. I'm glad I hate them. And you did it all yourself. Instead of maybe just taking a step aside and saying, hey, um, do you want to grab a drink or, or a bite? And chances are the person will probably say yes. And they might even tell you, hey, I'm sorry I didn't dance with you. I just, my leg is really tired. But this drink is really nice. So we sometimes become our own worst critic. And the perceptions of our reality come from our subconscious. And thus, they influence what we see, feel, hear, touch, taste, smell, and are part of in this world. And so you project that outward. And it connects to the first person or persons that you're with. Think of it like a movie theater. You go to a movie theater, whether it's an old-fashioned movie theater or whether it's the newer movie theaters, and they get the film ready. In that case, the media ready. And uh, they get it all set. And they're about to press play. As soon as they press play, it projects out. And then what it does is it connects back to everyone in the theater. So people often tell me, you can't change someone. No, you can't change someone if that's your approach. You can change yourself. You can change your approach. You can change your perceptions. And they will change. Because you've changed the way you look at things. Dr. Dwayne Dyer and, and uh, Patanjali a long time ago have said, when we change the way we look at things, the things we look at change. So acceptance, rejection, projection, connection. Now, another interesting point is acceptance and admittance or accept and admit. 
So what is the difference between accept and admit? When you apply to college and they have not admitted you yet, they've accepted you into their honors or into their program. Then when you choose to take the offer, you accept it and they admit you to the college. Admitting is when a person or organization gives you access. For example, new employees were hired and they've been accepted into the company because they've taken our offer. Now we need to admit them, grant them access to websites, email, access control systems, right? But I think people, when you say that you accept or reject, they're like, well, I don't want to reject, but you are rejecting or you are accepting whether you want to. So if we become consciously aware of our thoughts, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, we can change our thoughts. If you're saying to me, hey, John, I don't believe that. Okay, get yourself out a notebook. For the next day or two, write down all of your thoughts that you remember. At the end of that day, go through that notebook and realize the thoughts that you didn't want to have. And you can change it. A thought comes into your head like, I'm not this, I'm not that. And a good way of realizing this, if someone says to you something and you're like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. There's a good chance that you're probably putting negative energy into your body and out to the world. And so if you want a dream, I don't care if it's a car, if it's a million dollars, if it's, it's a new home or whatever you want. The minute you say, I can't, or I, I won't or it's not possible, that means that you don't want it anymore. Universe says, okay, guess you don't want it anymore. I'll take it away from you. And many people will not agree with this until they've had a personal experience with the situation. Become positive about your thoughts. And you'll see people around you start to respond to you positively. When people start to respond negatively to you, don't respond negatively back to them. Just wish them a great day or tell them to have a nice day or, or whatever you want to say. But don't be negative with them. If you do that, you're going to find that people are going to respond back in the same in kind or against kind, I should say, in the way you have treated them. Try it tomorrow. When you go to the cafeteria or you go to a restaurant or you go to a store, do something that most people don't do. See if they have a name tag on And We learned from one of the previous episodes, Dale Carnegie said that two 
things you need to know in life when you want to build friends and influence people is you have to get to know their name and say it correctly. Second thing is you have to become genuinely interested in that person and what they're talking about. So you go to the store and you're like, hey, Michael, hey, Kayla. Um, I was somewhere today. I think I was at the dollar store today. And I was like, hey, Joyce, thanks so much. Have a great day. And I think I was the first person in the line that called her by her first name and wished her a good day. And she smiled. Something as simple as saying someone's name and then becoming genuinely interested makes a difference. So ARPC, acceptance, rejection, projection, connection, say that a million times fast, <laughs> is about you and how your thoughts affect not only you, ladies and gentlemen, but they affect the outer world. That's everything outside of your body. Those thoughts affect people. Then they respond back in the same <clears throat> kind to you. So, John, sense? it does. So, so hold on, hold on. You, you gave us quite a bit there. So let me, I just want to break some stuff down here. First things first, I mean, the acceptance piece, right? Uh, you're right. I mean, this starts with you. You, you said it best, like we accept you know, people because we don't want to hurt people's feelings. We want to be diplomatic. We want to be nice, right? But we're nice to everybody and kind to them, but not to ourselves. And that's a problem, right? We want to be kind to ourselves as equal to being kind to others. And, and But this starts with self-confidence, right? So if you're confident about everything that you do, who you are, how you look, how you sound, uh, what you're doing, what you're working on, uh, then you would care less about what other opinions would be. Now, someone gives you some positive, uh, you know, criticism uh, that is necessary. Why not? We were supposed to take that, right? But if people are going to doubt you and they're just going to like, uh, you know, uh, my opinion is this, my opinion is like, again, I always say this, opinions are a dime a dozen. Uh, anybody has one. And really, unless you're contributing to what I'm doing, you know, thank you very much. We appreciate it, right? And I don't have to accept your comment just because you said it because I want to be courteous. Now, I could literally tell you off. That's one way to do it. But you said it best, you know, have a good day. Thank you. No challenge here. You know, I'm moving on. Either either you're part of the solution, uh, but you're not going to be, I'm not going to allow you to be part of a problem and be a problem, right? So that's that. Exactly. And, and, and John, the, the other part is that you said about the uh, the connection, right? It, it is It is a big deal. I mean, you have to connect with people, right? Um, and, and this doesn't mean that you have to be attached to people. Connecting to people, you can be connected to people all the time, anytime, right? And we're connected. We're connected to people, but you have a separate life. I have a separate life. We connect when we need to. And we have a, a, a very nice connection uh, without, without overwhelming each other, right? This is just an example. But uh, that can go with work. It can go with friends. It can work, you know, in anything, in any aspect of life. And, 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 and those are the things that we need to, to be clear about, folks. You know, you're watching and listening right now. Again, John and I, we, we, we throw in topics that, that, we, that are dear to ourselves, concepts. Uh, you know, John loves his acronyms, so this is a powerful acronym. But it's really a practical acronym. I mean, these are things that we do sometimes and we do them wrong. Now, uh, we hear the word politically correct. I want to 
fit in. I want to say the right thing. Well, what's the right thing? Is what everybody's expecting to be the right thing. Now, you say something off, you're like the tangible, the, the tangent, right? You're like, oh, you, you're the outcast, right? Black sheep here. It, 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 if you're really believing in what you are and what you have and what you're saying, it doesn't matter. You don't have to, we can disagree or agree to disagree, that kind of concept. And mm -hmm. we don't have to compromise in an idea or thought or or, or even, a, you know, a comment. If I say, well, I don't like this, I don't have to say I have to like it because I want you to think that I like it and I'm just being a hypocrite and deceive it. I tell you, listen, you love it. That's great. I, you know, I'm happy for you. And in my, my book, this is not correct. And vice versa. People will tell you that. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. But I like what I'm doing. You know, thank you so much. And that's it. So this is something that we we just, it's a practical thing. And I love what you said, John, about words become thoughts. Thoughts become, you know, ideas and your subconscious will act on them. If you say yourself, I am great, it doesn't matter what people think about you. If people think that you're the least, you know, great you know, person on this, this planet, it doesn't matter. It's how you feel about yourself. Uh, you mentioned something about the looks, how I feel. Maybe, you know, no one wants to dance with me. I'm going to dance the hell out of myself. <laughs> and by the way, I did that back in the days. I used to go to dance floor. I walk in. I dance my butt off. I don't care if people want to dance. They don't want to dance. I'm there for me. I did the same thing. <laughs> I'm having a good time. I'm, I'm the loony guy. And you know what? Eventually, people will, will tend to like it. They'll appreciate it. They'll get together with you. And you become actually the hit of, of the night, and you have fun with them. But the idea is you got to be you. I, I always say this. Each one of us uh, need to be unique. Each one of us has to have his own signature. Uh, we don't have to, to conform to everybody else's picture of you, you know, of who we are. But we can. We certainly live in a society. There are certain things. There's some some rituals. There's some things that we have to know culturally, whatever. But we still have to have our uniqueness, our own, you know, literally DNA signature. It's like fingerprint. If you know, like everybody's got an individual fingerprint. Well, same thing here in your action, in your personality, in your persona, in your behavior, your dress code. You know, uh, for example, I chose that in my system, and I think you have the same concept as me. And this is not something we've orchestrated or you know, choreographed, you and I. We wear our own names, our own stuff. It's it's yeah. part of yeah. This is how we the show. If I do a gala, you know, I will walk in with with probably a jacket over my shirt that says Hurricane H. This is the signature. This is my legacy. This is how I want it to be. Now, someone can say, well, you have a gala and this and that. You should wear a tie and suit. That's okay. That's one system. I've created a different system. It appeals to me. I'm happy with it. There will be people that will buy into it, right? This is something that was challenged by some, like Silicon Valley challenged a lot of the status quo, right? You know, most of the old school system of business have been kind of like almost deformed a little bit from the tradition into something unique and different and more like, you know, modernized, contemporary, whatever. Now, both both styles are good. If I want to dress up and I do dress up, that's that's there's a room for it, but it's your signature. Even when you dress up, you don't have, I have, you go to these places, to these nice dinners, whatever, some events, and you have people that, that have like a bow tie, and that's their signature. They don't wear a regular tie, they wear a bow tie. Uh, they do colorful stuff. You know, they might do colorful laces. And something about them has a different spin, and that's their signature. That's how you highlight yourself from the crowd. I mean, otherwise, we'll all be clones, right? We don't want to be clones. We want to have our own unique flavor. Uh, and that's actually sweet. And there's nothing wrong with that, folks. We can all get together. we we'll all enjoy each other. We can all help each other that way, but yet keep our own identities. So, so again, 
and, and keep the positivity. Say things good about yourself. Mm -hmm. First of all, I'm beautiful. I am handsome. I am gorgeous. Whatever you want to say to yourself, say it. You know, I am smart. Even if you if you're not, it doesn't matter. It's what you think. People may say that you're not smart. Well, define smart. I mean, yes, there's IQ test and there's just different spectrums. There's level of, you know, sometimes you might just be a limited person in your knowledge and that doesn't make you not smart. You can get that intellect, you know, expanded by learning and doing more things on any given day. So, so what people decide of you, what people see in you, you know, people judge you for who we, I mean, I'm doing an experiment right now that in a couple of months we'll be, we'll be rolling out in the, in the media company. And you will see what I'm talking about then. But the concept is that people will judge you for that situation you're in. They walk into your your whatever your situation and they look at you. Immediately, they already have a decision on who you are, what your personality, what you are about, uh, what's your success rate, everything. And they they sum you up with with the visual effect. They look you up, they scan you up, uh, you know, up down, and that's it. They already formed an opinion about you, who you are, and stuff. Now. You can feel bad about that, or you can just feel great about you know who you are and they don't care. We shouldn't care, you know. Now, um, yep. obviously, you know you have to have self-esteem. You have to have you know confidence. You have to be you know really loyal to self. You know that's that's self. Me, myself, and I is number one. That doesn't mean that you're selfish. You can still care about the world. You can still do, do you know great things. The show that we're doing is not for us. We believe in this concept. We're sharing this concept, and many of you are watching and listening probably believe in the same. And if you're not, maybe it's a reminder. There's something just that's been, you know, missing or you got caught up in, in different currents and sometimes it does affect us. So again, these are just quick reminders and these are concepts of life. But again, the mind is powerful. You say the words, they get registered and they apply. If you keep saying, I am no good, I am no good, nothing is good, I'm not good for nothing, I don't serve a purpose, whatever, you are not, to your point, the universe is listening, the energy is, is being absorbed that way. And you will exactly feel that same trend. If you think positive in the morning, I mean, this is the best people out there that are motiv yeah. you know, motivational speakers and top-notch, you know, folks, they will tell you the same thing. You wake up in the morning, a good thought. The first thing you have is a great thought, not even a good thought. I, you know, I always say this, you know, my wife and I have this discussion, you know, a few times, like, why do we say good morning? Why are we not saying great morning? <laughs> you know, we've been it used doesn't to fit in, It doesn't fit in the English language. Oh, well, guess what? We'll fit it again. We'll just adjust it, right? I mean, English has, a, has, has evolved it over the years. Again, it's a concept, right? It's what you say to yourself. You know, it may mean, hey, great morning. Hey, great morning, John. England, they do top of the morning. It's top of the morning in England, you know, Ireland, right? Yeah, exactly. So you can have your own, your own flavor, you know. And by the way, the teenagers, the young generation, they have their own language. And so who cares if the language is positive? And he's going to create some energy level that is this high. You know, let's let's spread that for people. But by the way, imagine just a smile. You wake up like, hey, people, how are you doing? You know, and you get excited. People get excited by default. Now, imagine you walk into a room and you're like this, gloomy. You're going to get the same reaction. People are just going to feel they're, exactly They're going to they're respond back in kind. I get this from uh, interns, you know. Um, they're waiting to be interviewed. And they make a judgment call based on what they perceive before they've even met us. And from that, HH, we get people that they don't show up. And then something very interesting happens. We decide they're not a match. Then they come back a month. It's like, oh, we've been following your stuff. We really want to. I'm like, well, it's too late. So I think people put perceptions. 
and they do this in their own life. They they close windows and doors, and then they call 911 or the fire department and ask them to help, please make a door for me or a carpenter. Please put a door in for me, anyone, any door. It doesn't matter, a small door, just a window, anything. Because they've closed their life out so much. You know, I, I love what you said, John. I mean, we are sometimes our own enemy for many reasons. We affect ourselves, and 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 let's let's be clear about something, folks. I mean, uh, we are live today uh, on a month-to-month -month basis. I have this live show that we do with one of the world-renowned, you know, psychiatrists, and uh, we talk about this the power of psyche and 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 how it in everything that we have, everything that we do. Is is affecting our, our the way we think, the way the brain functions, our chemistry, all that stuff, and our reactions. So the 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 mind is the most powerful piece in our body. Of course, everything is going to be in sync. Your your physical aspect and your mind aspect has to be, and even your spiritual aspect. And we can talk about that too. But if you have these these connections correctly, everything else is going to fly. But remember. It's all in here. If your mind, if you keep saying negative thoughts, you're going to have negative thoughts, negative outcomes. And, and you always, you got to see positive and everything. Like I had this great show last week. It just, it just posted. And the, 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 the guest, I love the, the, the expression that I don't lose. I either learn, I either succeed or learn. That's it. I don't, there's no failure. So, so just by thinking that way, think about the impact you will have in your life. If you're thinking this way, there is no loss in my life. There is learning and or succeeding. Both are successful. Because you learn, that's positive, right? You're gonna get something and, new, and you haven't, and you haven't, you have not been a failure or are a failure if you haven't quit. So if you haven't quit, you haven't failed. And that is that is a big deal. A lot of us, we get to a certain point. Listen, I, I can tell you a real story. I mean, you're in a business, John. I'm in business now, and for for years, you know, I've tried different things. And you know what? Some things, you know, I move from them. I, I tweak them. I, I put them on the back burner, but they're never going to go away. And some things I pursue. It is hard, guys. It is tough. And there are moments of like, ah, I might. But then that's when your positivity comes in. No, I am doing the right thing. I believe in my mission. I believe what I'm doing. And I'm going to keep through. Like the only thing that's going to stop me from achieving my goal, guess what? That will be death. That's it. And maybe I'll achieve it in the hereafter. But that's another story. But but at least while I'm living, my goals, I will go after them any way, shape, and form, obviously legally, compliantly, you know, follow <laughs> all the rules. Again, just to be as a disclaimer there, we do not, you know, uh, uh, you know, suggest anything that is negative here. It's all positive, including our behavior. It's positive, right? So those are the things that makes a difference. So again, John, you hit it up, you know, you hit it, you hit the the the, the nail, nail on, on the head. But I want to tell you, there is a time, HH, uh, but before I tell you that, the brain is very important, but there's something that is even more important than our brain. Does anyone want to think what that is? Our brain does run our body, but there's something that's even more important than our brain. Anybody listening want to think? <laughs> I guess not. So... I'll give you a hint. The most powerful part in our body sends the most communications to the brain. Pretty interesting, right? Very this part of our body 
sends the most communications to the brain. I didn't say the brain sends this, the most communications. This part of our body sends the most communication. Yes, exactly. The heart. My man, my man, the heart. It has the heart. Own- the heart. And Actually, uh, it determined that it has its own functionality and its own. It has its own functionality. And I've been doing my cert probably by the end of uh, next couple months. I've been doing heart math for a long time, but I'm going to become a certified heart math uh, coach in the next 30 days because I've been embracing the heart so much, including every night doing, <laughs> doing um, heart math, bio. Uh, biorhythms so i basically hook myself up to a device put it around two fingers and then i put these headphones on and i have this little device and i just control my heart and get my levels down really low and by doing that i can become in coherence with my heart so to tell you this story about how important the heart is there was um a girl probably in her teens. And unfortunately, this girl um, was being chased uh, by, let's say, a stalker. Well, this girl, unfortunately, was killed by the stalker. And um, about, I don't know, let's say six months or so after everybody was, you know, so distraught because nobody could figure out how, how she died, like who did it. They knew it was somebody, but they didn't know who or where or anything. So she um, had given up uh, her heart to someone that was a similar age, the need a transplant. And so they did this transplant and something very interesting happened. HGH, you know what that was? After the person got the transplant. Uh, Not sure. Okay. The girl kept having very uh, emotional, um, painful, real intense dreams of someone chasing her someone that was trying to kill her. And she kept having this dream over and over and over again. And so finally, one of the teachers suggested that she go see a psychologist. Well, she did. And the psychologist realized that there's got to be a reason for this. Like, she's all healthy and she's not doing anything wrong with her life. There's some reason for why this is coming out. And so uh, she decided to invite a police uh, investigator in. And she would describe the details. And they took the, um, the sketch, if you will. And about a day or two later, they took the description that she gave, very vivid, and they made a positive ID on a man. They arrested him. And because of the details that she gave in the dream, she even gave the location to where the murder happened. 
Tell me that's not profound, HH. That's super profound. I mean, and, and by the way, I do believe in that. So, so, so it, it's amazing. The heart has a memory. So another time, uh, another uh, kid that had died, just natural causes. And um, he um, obviously gave his heart up to someone and uh, had a transplant, uh, a teen that was a couple years older. And so after the surgery, um, the parents asked, you need anything? It's like, you want ice cream? Do you want something? He's like, no, but I have a craving for Kentucky fried chicken. And the mother's like, you don't like fried chicken. You hate fried chicken, especially Kentucky fried chicken. He's like, I know, but I like have this craving for Kentucky fried chicken. So they got him the Kentucky fried chicken. He ate it all. Never would eat it before. And so a day or two after, the lady uh, who was the mother of the kid who had passed said, is everything going okay? Anything we can do? And um, she said, yes, I have one question for you. She said, sure, what's that? Um, and let's say his name was Brian. That wasn't his name. But let's say his name was Brian. Did Brian like any kind of chicken, like Kentucky fried chicken or fried chicken? Oh, my gosh. That's all he wanted to eat was Kentucky fried chicken. We had to give him other food, but that's all he would eat. And another moment happened. The heart remembered something. So this means that our lives don't happen because of our brain solely. They happen because of our heart. And this is why... I think the brain, like a good operation manager that manages the daily average of the body while the heart is the CEO who shows the – yes, exactly. Uh, and I don't know how to pronounce your first name, um, uh, A-A-A-B. Like back, H-H, can we put his comment on the screen? If we just click it, everyone should see that. I can know. we put his comment on the screen? Yeah, if he's – is it okay just as long as it's yes? Is that okay with you if we put your comment on the screen? Okay, we'll get that. So the heart, the, 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 the brain runs a lot of the autonomous systems in our body, all right? And uh, the heart basically keeps synchronization and makes the final calls. So this is why I got so much. He said it's okay, HH, to pop his comment on the screen. So he says, I think the brain... Uh, like a good operation manager that managed the daily operation of the body while the heart is the CEO who shows the right way uh, to the brain. Excellent. Amazing observation. And so we know this because the brain, okay, is here and the heart is sending, is sending more communication to the brain. This is why I got so interested in the heart a while back. The heart, ladies and gentlemen, is our manifester. When I try to manifest with the brain, nothing happens. Oh, yeah, something happens. It's called frustration. I'm sure you guys know that. So we need to quit trying to manifest with the brain solely and realize to involve the heart and do it with a playfulness, okay? And when we do this, we create feelings, emotions. It's these feelings and emotions 
Thank you. He says, yesterday. It's these feelings and emotions that actually get us to take the inspired action, that actually get us to have connection with higher intelligence, which is why I've gotten so uh, passionate about the heart. I've only become passionate about the heart, I got to tell you guys, only in the last couple of years, uh, other than having a good heart and things like that. But in the last couple of years, I've gotten very passionate. And about, I'm going to say, 50 or 20 years ago, I bought this biometric device at the mall. And back then, I think I paid $295 for this device. The company is not in business anymore. But I bought it at a local mall. And I tried a couple of times. And I put it away. And I started realizing these things that other people were selling. I have this device. It's not as sophisticated, but it does the same thing. It starts off with a red level of like, let's say, 20-some LEDs. Then after the red level, it starts to replace it with orange. Then it starts to replace it with yellow. Then it starts to replace it with green. So that means that if you can learn, again, this is the key, learn how to bring your heart into coherence with your brain, you'll have a better team. Our brain and our heart are part of the team of our body. And so when our heart feels things, right? We don't feel anything in our head. We feel everything in our heart. Relationships, um, feelings, somebody gives us a compliment. You feel so great, it happens in our heart. When we start to do this, now I've been doing this coherence training for, oh gosh, probably now a couple of weeks. And I made a decision about four days ago to get certified as a coherence coach because I'm already a coach. And I said, this is an amazing thing because if I could get more people turned on about their heart and how their heart can help them live in balance, uh, better digestion, uh, all kinds of things, better, uh, production of dopamine. See, our brain uses dopamine to give us a natural high. And when that natural high happens, um, we feel so great. I say to people, if you're not feeling good, have a piece of uh, dark chocolate. It'll raise the dopamine level as well. But when we can do this naturally, I tell people to imagine. People say, well, John, I can't imagine. You can't imagine. So if you can't imagine, just think about what you can. As Neville Goddard said, you don't have to dream or think of a very pretty ladder or robust ladder. Just think of a ladder, any ladder. And then picture yourself putting one hand in front of the other, even if it sticks and you're climbing it. The brain loves to take command from the heart. The heart loves to take further instructions it's given when they're in coherence, when you feel good. That's why we get that pullback sometimes. Like, oh, oh, I don't know if I should do that. And you know what I mean. So if you do something in life and it doesn't make you feel good, stop doing it. If you walk your dog... What's that? The gut feeling. Exactly. Walk your dog. Uh, if you get passion uh, hugging a tree, go hug a tree. 
If you get passion going from a walk, go for a walk. If you get passion cycling, walk, meditate. What makes you feel so good about life? And one person said to me, John, I still can't meditate. I said, okay. So there is a condition for people that can't meditate. It's basically a fear. So one thing you can do, and it's really easy to do, you take some suggestions, okay? And you record these suggestions into your computer, into a program like Audacity or Reaper, something like that. And some solutions, some of the, the, the uh, suggestions I give myself is, you know, I am healthy. I'm a continual money magnet. Uh, I enjoy life more each day. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a top author. I've won this. So, so these are the kinds of things in the positive state. And so read those about three times, about maybe say them once, pause five seconds, say it again, and then get some um, non-copyrighted music and just add that to the track below and then stretch it out for like 30 minutes so that it, it lasts 30 minutes, uh, both of them. So you'll copy and paste. And then what you do is you, you take the track that has your uh, suggestions in it and you drop it down to negative 17 decibels, okay? You want your audio to just be barely hearable, barely hearable, okay? You maybe can hear it, but you can't make it out. If you can make it out, it's not gonna work. If you hear a word, it's no big deal, but you should not be able to decipher it over the music and the music should not be too overpowering that you can't even hear like a tiny bit of it. So now what you do, is it a calm state? Either um, it could be when you get home from work, it could be at night, it could be in the morning. You only need to do this three times a week. You could do it on Saturday, you could do it on Sunday, and you could also do it once during the week. The best time to do it is in that twilight state just before you're falling asleep. Or that twilight state, maybe you get up in the morning, you use the restroom and you come back, you're still in that twilight state, listen again. Listing more than three times a week will not help you. But what you can also put in there is, I am a, I'm a great visualizer. And guess what's going to happen? That's going to start to remove your phobia of visualizing. We have to create two things. Uh, we have to, before things happen in our world, they have to be created two places first. Once, they got to be created here in the mind. Okay? Now that you got what they are, you need to put them here in the heart, okay? So you're creating, you got this picture put in the heart, and then you do it the second time and you create it in the real world. If this seems wacky to you, try something really simple. Visualize yourself going to a restaurant you haven't gone to in a while, okay? And visualize the kind of experience you're going to have. Keep visualizing that. And you know what's going to happen? You're going to be at that restaurant soon. One of the first luxury cars that I manifested when I got out of college was done by me going to the dealership, driving the car, already knowing the car is mine, coming home, putting pictures on my screensaver, my phone, uh, my uh, desktop of my computer. Closing my eyes, it had a push, you know, the smart start. So I, I basically closed my eyes. I pushed the smart start. My engine started, and I just grabbed the hole of the wheel. I first I checked the mirrors, put the seatbelt on, and got all in there, and I just started driving it. You just passed the test, man. 
<laughs> to start driving it. I'm doing that on another another car right now uh, too, HH, um, because that worked, HH. I had the car in six months. Now, when you ask the universe how you're going to get it, that's when you have a problem. Just say to the universe, this is what I'm getting. And as long as it doesn't, and, and, and I'm getting in a way that doesn't harm or hurt another person and, it, and is best for all concerned. That's really important. When you do that and when you're consistent about what you want and you can feel it, a great thing I'm going to share with you is feel it first, manifest it second. Feel it first, manifest it second. How many of you out there would like an ice cream cone? All right. So I want you to think right now of your favorite cone, okay? Whether it's a waffle cone, whether it's a, a small little cone, or whether it's the little baby cone, I don't care, whatever cone you want. So now picture in that cone your favorite ice cream. I have lots of favorites. I'm going to pick chocolate chip mint. So I'm going to pick two scoops of chocolate chip mint on my, on my little mini waffle cone, going to put a little bit of uh, hot syrup on there, hot fudge. And then I'm going to look at that cone and see all those, the chocolate chip mints. Just so they, and then notice that moment. Just notice how it feels like to hold that cone very gently. And just as I'm putting it, I can almost picture myself putting it to my mouth and taking that first bite or lick and just already sensing the sensation of the coolness. And then noticing it touch the palate of my mouth and back to the uh, back of the roof of my mouth and then going down my throat. And that feels really good, doesn't it? And you can already picture yourself having that ice cream cone, right? You know the ice cream place you're going to go. It's probably right around the corner. And you know that once you get there, you know you're going to enjoy that cone. Now, something easy like that is, is not hard. So what's the difference between manifesting something that's worth $5 and something that's worth a billion dollars? Nothing. Belief. Belief. That's it. So start with something small and then go from there. So if we understand our heart, which could take years to learn, but I can tell you that of all the training I've done, I've done a lot of training and I keep doing training because I believe in it. Getting connected with my heart has affected me in a lot of positive ways. It's given me more energy. And it's gotten me to see perspectives that I might have not seen before. So let's start realizing our heart is more than just a pump, but it is the organ that can create the future we've been waiting for so long. You know, John, we, we use the expression, got a golden heart or a heart of gold. We, we talk about like, you know, I feel in my, you know, like my heart is beating when I get sensation. Uh, you, 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 we have expressions that almost relate to this, and we've always known that. And science has literally caught up to this today, and it's factual. And I love what you said about the the visual uh, to, to visualize things, right? And right. and really, if if anyone watching or listening and you never had to experience hypnotherapy or hypnosis, well, that's what hypnosis 
does. I mean, technically, they'll get you to stop visualizing yourself at a beach doing certain things, and it gets you to that level, and you really feel that you're in that space. Uh, and in reality, if you visualize it enough, you start believing it enough, you will manifest it. There is, to your point, car, house, job, whatever it is. Even if you set a goal, you got to visualize how you're going to look in that particular time frame. If it's a five-year goal, what is it that you're going to look like then? What would you have then? And, and by the way, you're visualizing the goal, you are seeing it. If you don't have a visual of what the goal is, well, you don't know where you're going. You can't, you can't figure out, you can't fathom what, what it is. But if you have a visual of exactly how it's going to look, the colors, this, that, the other one, then at least you know what to look for. Imagine engineers and architects, right? They design I know. stuff. <laughs> they, they design stuff. They imagine them, they visualize it, then they put it into a paper, then they put it into some sort of a, a 3D version of it, then eventually it becomes a project that is real that we entertain ourselves with. And that's exactly the same concept, folks. So we're not stating some stuff that is, uh, you know, crazy. It's stuff that we are aware of sometimes. Or we start talking about quantum physics tonight. If I did that, it's it's true, but you guys would be looking at me funny. But I have to uh, I have to give a kudos uh, up to AB here. Um, yes, hard is used so many times. I, I don't know the book that he's referring to, but uh, it's used so many times in a lot of places, Quran, Bible, a lot of different places. So when I got my um, certification in hypnosis, clinical hypnosis, and also in NLP. Some people still HH could not visualize. So what I did with people is just forget about visualizing. I just try to get them to shut out the world and just be aware of perspectives. That's it. Be aware of perspectives in our life. And so think of hypnosis, it's self-hypnosis, even though it gets guided by someone else. As you get practice, you can hypnotize yourself. Now, people say, well, gee, I hypnotized you and you became a chicken or you became a this. Can that happen? The answer is yes, but here's the thing. You have to be wanting to do that, all right? And if I get you to do something that your subconscious mind is not in agreement with, it's going to be reverted back very quickly. So there are filters in there. Okay. And that's why when working with somebody, you have to build that level of trust. Otherwise, everything you say basically just gets left on cloud nine. But people that can't visualize HH, uh, this has been a condition for a long time. And I didn't realize this, but it is. And when people can't visualize, they can still get to their goals if they can feel them. So even though you can't see them, if you can feel it. So what I always say to people is this. Okay, you want to make a million dollars. You want to drive that new sports car. Fine. What would it be like when you're in that sports car? What are you going to feel like? What are your friends going to say to you? Who's going to congratulate you? Where are you going to go? And who are you going to take out to dinner? Or what's the first place you're going to visit? What are you going to do with that sports car? Where are you going to fill it up? Who are you going to let wash it? We're going to take it for service. Like, what are you going to do? Uh, an exercise I get people to do, which is really great. I tell people to put that million dollars in their bank account. Um, I subscribe to Rob Report, and there's other ones as well. And I tell people to go into Rob Report, other places, 
and start spending money in that, let's say that uh, play check account and write out what you want. Okay, I'm going to take one of these, take one of these. I'm going to take a trip here and write the check. Uh, you know, marketing your book as paid. And this will get a chemical reaction going in your body that's going to draw you closer to your goals. Hey, John, listen. Uh, you, you know, these these little tips are, are powerful for anyone watching and listening right now for the simple fact that you can practice them and you will start seeing results, period and out. There is no doubt if you start thinking correctly, visualizing, really connecting your heart to your brain, which is actually the true source of everything, things will happen. And and and, and John, thank you for, for recognizing, you know, the comments from AB. Um, it is, it is, you know, to your point, is in, in the Bible, the Quran, uh, it's even in the religious, you know, concepts, you know, it's been, you know, from centuries. Science is catching up to it. And these are things that are functional today. Absolutely. I just want to give them a chime on that. Absolutely. Yes. And when we talk about the heart, I always tell people when you're beginning, starting out, put your hand on your heart so you know that you're communicating with it. And then as you get practice, you don't have to do that. But yes, uh, kudos to you, A.B. Uh, so, so John, I, I did put in on our feed our StreamYard link. So if someone wants to join in the next, you know, 10 minutes uh, or live with us and interrupt. Wonderful. We'll be more than happy to. to uh, you know, we're thing. here every single Monday, guys, at 7 p.m. Eastern. So this isn't the only night we have fun just tonight. And sometimes we've done other special shows. And <laughs> HH has other shows. And I have other shows at BelieveMeAchieve.com. And there's so much content we have out there for you guys. And the type of stuff that we're sharing with you is the stuff you're not going to find in a library. It's the stuff you're not going to find from a lot of authors because we're talking about experience, daily personal experience. And I know you'll agree with me, HH. All the great authors, all the great engineers can't hold a stick or a candle to the people that actually live what they're preaching. Oh, agreed. And, and, and by the way, I mean, not, you know, you learn – you know, theory in college and stuff, you go to real world, to, to the, the real world and live, you know, uh, action. And that's when you really pick up your best, you know, uh, training. I mean, you got to do it. That's all. Actions speak louder than words. I mean, you can learn the concepts, but only when you're out there, it's the real thing that hits you. And that's where you learn. And John and I, I think we have about a century plus of, of wisdom. <laughs> Maybe more. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but you know, guys, I got to tell you one thing. We've been talking a lot about the heart and the brain, which is amazing. Okay. And also can help your body, can help you heal your body. There's all kinds of things you can get into. But I want you to understand one thing if you follow the secret, there's a very big secret that's missing from the secret. And that <laughs> is thought and feelings without action is dead. So if you get these feelings and you get inspiration to take an action or do something, do it. As I said a few weeks ago, as Nike said, do it now, or I use the hyperbole, I'm going to put my whole face into it. And a couple weeks ago on BelieveMeAchieve.com on John's Super Motivational Friday, I took a cake and I stuck my whole face into it. 
And it was a very interesting experience. The minute you do something now, you're going to want to do something else now. It is positively contagious, I got to warn you. I, I did see that. That was pretty intense. <laughs> did you like it? I loved it. Well, you did say you got to do something surprising, and so we were waiting for it, and you certainly did. You delivered. <laughs> was that was that surprising enough, or was that too too? What, did, did I give that away? <laughs> uh, nowhere. I mean, I tell you, you told me that you're doing something and that you you're not going to share, and I guarantee you this: I did not think about that. Whatever the cake business was not in my mind. It was not in a million years. I would have thought about that. We're working on some other things too that are going to be not painful, but things that are going to be like, you wouldn't expect us to do that. Because I think when you have a wow factor tied to a sincere inspiration like we have and motivation, it tends to be very catchy. I put that question about, about why did I do that? You know, would you do this? And a lot of people said to me, no, I wouldn't dare do that. And some people said, well, what does it prove? And I said to people, it's not about proving, it's about not proving to anybody else, you're proving to yourself that you could take an action. People are like, oh, why would I do that? Why would I put my face in the cake? Well, you don't have to, but do something else like that. But that, that's the thing, it, it's, it's an idea, right? And it, it, to you, you had it configured, you, you, you planned it, you executed on it, and you learned from it. And, and that's exactly the process, right, of anything that we want to do. If you want to achieve something, right, you got to believe in it. That's believe my hat, believeinachieve.com. you got to believe before you can achieve, my friends. Oh, well, we started this discussion about believing in yourself, right? That, that was the first thing, right? You believe in yourself, then you'll be confident, and the rest is history. And you got to believe in others, too. So you, you, you have to like and love yourself, because if you don't, you can't like and love others. But if you believe in yourself, then you're able to believe in others. If you have a control issue, you first got to have control managed in your own life, and then you're able to delegate control out to other people. That's a problem a lot of people don't do because they're missing these social skills. They don't know how to have a communication. They know how to have a dictatorship. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, uh, those folks typically don't have a lot of following um, and a, pretty much they don't get a, a nice buy-in from the people. Uh, you know, uh, a true, and, and that, that can lead us into a conversation of leadership. Um, if you just boss people around and you just want to dictate things around, things don't get to happen, people will drop dead on you quickly. If you believe in people and you empower them and you help them, it's a different story. So maybe we can have that discussion. I, I'm going to tell you what I had for next week because we're working on our master topic for this week. And I'll probably bring it to you guys when we close. And that is how to handle difficult conversations and how do you get out of them respectfully without looking like a jerk. <laughs> uh that's that's a that's a super question 
So, so John, it is it is the top of the hour here, and uh, is that what it was? I thought we just started. I thought we were just two minutes. I thought we had a whole hour left. <laughs> this is called hypnosis, right? You know, we have road hypnosis. Where you we're in, we're in a trance. You know, when you watch TV, we're on a, on a podcast. We're all in a trance. But you know, tell all your friends, tell all your colleagues, tell all your associates. We're here. We produce lots of great content on a plethora of topics. All kinds of motivation, all kinds of health, uh, the HH does. And there's just so many things. What I like to say is you can put great food in your body, but many people don't put the right food to nourish their brain. Indeed. Uh, well, again, our, our concepts are all about education, enlightenment, inspiration, motivation. Uh, it's about resources. It's about bringing knowledge and, 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 and real live experiences from ourselves and our guests. Uh, I mean, again, absolutely and- be right on with that. Absolutely. Yes. EI is, is really important with that. Absolutely. So, so, so John, uh, you want to share with our audiences, you know, uh, the different shows that you're on right now. Absolutely. Tomorrow. So, yep. Absolutely. So later on tonight, I'll be doing the IFYL daily, uh, inspiration sphere live daily, which I do every, just about every evening. Uh, we are into our second season in our 25th or 26th show, and we do seven episodes, one every day. We start on um, Saturday, and we roll into the week, the master topic, all the way through to Friday. This week, we're talking about how to handle difficult conversations. Every Tuesday, tomorrow, I am live on WTVQ, WGHT, where I go out to 25,000 people on the radio in the Tri-State area. But if you're not in the Tri-State area, don't worry. You can just go to WTVQ.com at 10 o'clock in the morning and stream in. We are now merging in to go to a national radio show by October. We'll be, well, we're already starting to hit close to 5 million on that. We'll be in California, Chicago, and lots of other places to eventually hit 41 million to hit the entire United States. But what I want to share with you is I also have a Friday, Super Motivational Friday. You can go to BelieveMeAchieve.com, John Super Motivational Friday. We also have Science Fridays with John, which is amazing, where we have fun. Um, we learn about science. And every science experiment ties back to something that you can do to become a better version of yourself. For those of you that don't know, the reason I live every day is for two reasons, to become a better version of myself and help everyone else become better versions of themselves. On Monday, I release JCM Academy Coaching. A little more on the business side. And then I also do a GFR, Genuine Food Reviews channel, where I rate restaurants uh, based on presentation, taste, atmosphere, and service. And um, we just have so much content out there. We're going to be doing an unboxing. I'm really excited next week. Uh, I've always been passionate about RO. Well, my RO system decided to not work so well, the tank system. So I did some research, and we're going to be doing an unboxing next week for a drip water, um, tankless um, RO system, easy to change tanks, powered by electric. Uh, so we're going to do an unboxing on that next week, and then we're going to have the plumber come and install that. I'll tell you about that because RO water I've been on for many years, and I believe it's kept, kept me very healthy. I've gotten away from soda, but that's a whole other topic. So check out BelieveMeAchieve.com. I also do John's Daily Motivational. I try to do those as well. Lots of great content. If there's something you want to see, check it out. Definitely want to get to that 100,000 views on uh, YouTube. And, of course, catch us every Monday here at 7 p.m. Oh, and don't forget my brand-new show on um, Health Radio which is the JCM Hour. We just talk about whatever we want to talk about. 
I talk about how things interact, how they don't interact. I talk about my day and I talk about how you can have an even better life by taking some of the lessons I share. All right. That's quite a bit. Yes. And and, and thank you for, for, for uh, you know, the, uh, yeah, John joined actually the iHealth Radio on Saturdays at 9 p.m. He's live. So you guys can listen to him. And, you know, it's it's a whole different show and a lot of good, you know, uh, information and resource for anyone watching listening. I do want to, you know, uh, give credits to our, uh, you know, guest here on the chat, uh, AB. So I'm gonna, there's a few comments he put in. I'm just going to put them up here. Uh, John, and we can just close with that. Uh, sure, so, absolutely. Yep. I think, A.B., I think you've had a lot of great uh, insight. Happiness is related to your heart, not your brain. Kudos. When you do a good thing or you are happy for someone, usually you touch your heart by your hand and feel happiness, not your head. Absolutely. That's why when, when, there's, when there's a sorrow moment, people grab their heart. Um, when you want to communicate with your heart, you touch your heart, you feel your heart. And you have this emotional connection, any kind of empathy, by the way. Um, usually if someone uh, does something bad, we say he doesn't have a heart. He's not human. Right. I'm sure he has a brain, but he can't do the right thing because his heart, center feeling and right decisions is blind, not thinking. I had someone like this, I was friends with a while back, and he was driven by only one thing, just power and wealth. And whenever I tried to get to his heart, to have that empathy moment, I was told that I'm wasting his time. And finally, we drifted apart. But before we drifted apart, I got him to smile, which was something no one else ever did. So I think I got him to at least experience what the heart can do. Hopefully, he'll go back and want to explore more than on his own. The emotional intelligence is based on the feeling of the heart. Therefore, they called them CHO, chief heart officer, not chief brain officer. Absolutely. And, you know, if we live our life with feeling and emotion, that's what's going to give us the fuel to empower our dreams. There you have it. So, so powerful uh, insights from other Zuck. So thank you so much. Uh, John, uh, you know what? Next week, folks, um, I will put at the beginning of the show the link to the stream. So if you do want to join us, just uh, go on the, the chat, put your name uh, and, you know, and uh, intent that you want to join. You'll join us. We do as a household matter, you know, here, uh, you know, respect and so on and so forth. We want contribution that is positive and that's all there is. Uh, that's also yeah join the discussion you know we'll be more than happy to have you guys come on this is not about us it's about you know a, a collective information everyone can contribute to this discussion and eventually we can benefit others yeah and i think i think i think we're doing that we're doing that one day at a time uh, i always say you know we're the shows that no one knows about but i don't think that's going to stay like that for long because uh as our ab person said you know, the chief uh, heart officer, when you're doing something with the heart, uh, I know this isn't a religious show, but I, I am religious, uh, Roman Catholic. I believe when we're doing something with our heart, we're actually doing God's work. Well, I, I, I t listen, we, we have two different beliefs, sets of beliefs, very close in, in the concept. And you're right. That is that is exactly genuine, as you stated, you know, John. And, you know, look, I mean, you and I have two different, you know, religious, if you want to call it that way. and we 
we're doing the same, working for the same purpose. And that just to show and that's you, important. That's yes. Yes. Same, very same purpose. Yeah. Yeah. Improve well, people's so, lives. That's it. Well, this is the end of the show today. We'll be talking next week. See you next time, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.